0: Taking it to part two, season two, episode number eighteen, Mad Money Mike, where we left off. We just finished NFL Week fourteen, and we closed it out talking about Urban Meyer and the uh, the dead fish handshake, and how he is such a toxic head coach. And totally. you were talking about <laughs> you were talking about should they fire him now or at the end of the season? And that was as it's so crazy you just brought up on your own because that is the question I wanted to ask you, Mad Money Mike. So you're in the camp that. They should just fire him right now, or do you think you, that they should wait to the end of the season just to kind of see how things shake out?
1: If you do not fire him right now, you have to sell the team. Like that's you know how that's doc- not you know that's not happening. They're not I'm selling. just they're saying that they're not selling the team. I know, but what I'm saying is like that is just that is just that is an analogy for how dire the situation is. Like you will have a garbage pile on your hands for a very very long time. Like it takes a long time to get the train back on the tracks when you have derailed it so badly that only you have to start so the, the the train is all the way off the tracks i mean it's like mm. it's it's gone and so the question mm. is that you know it's like you know it's like the the bullet theory you know if it's off by a millimeter right now then it's off by you know however many like feet you know a couple mm. you know, whatever you know what i'm getting at? yeah the longer Before you wait the yes. worse it gets. Yes, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for saying that concisely. I'm too <laughs> hot. I'm too hot right now to, to say that concisely, but thank you. Yes, how long are you going to wait to get it back on tracks? Uh, you got to do it now, so that's it. I man. agree. There's no no other way to say it.
0: I agree. I, I hate to say that. I don't think it's going to happen, but when you look at exactly like you said, there's nothing to play for for the rest of the season. The Jaguars, I guess unless they're playing from the angle of, hey, I want to continue to tank for a better draft pick but at the end of the day you can still do that with the interim head coach i agree you need to you need to you need to remove you know have the surgery now start the healing process and uh and move on from urban meyer because this has just been awful so dear uh dear mr khan you know please jump on the pod if you'd like to uh you know discuss this more maybe we can help change your mind or maybe you got some insights and some uh you know, some, some views that we haven't yet taken into account. So tell you what, so that's how I wanted to start it off. But nevertheless, um, starting off this week 15 pick five. I wanted to give you some quick injury news and notes updates. So this past week, Lamar Jackson sprained his ankle, but it is not a high ankle sprain. He's listed as questionable. Um, we're casting this on Monday night. So you guys are going to want to stay tuned right now. It's questionable if he's going to play versus the Packers. So uh, keep an update on that. Speaking of the Packers, Aaron Rodgers apparently has a quote-unquote setback on his toe. So it's not looking like he's going to get surgery, but his toe is worse off now than it was before, and who knows what the hell that means, Mad Money Mike, but it's just apparently news. Aaron Rodgers' toe is just like CNN front-page news, um, so we need to talk about it here. Um, so I'll give you the opportunity. Mad Money Mike, Any anything you want to say about Aaron Rodgers' toe?
1: I heard it's from COVID.
0: Oh no. We're not going there. We're not going there. We're moving on. That, oh.
1: Loyal listeners. That loyal listeners is what we call a joke. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Get,
0: yeah. get that man some ivermectin. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it's fascinating. What what he said about it was that if it if it does require surgery, which is the last result, it would only be a minor surgery, which um would uh, not keep him out of the game. So I thought that was a pretty fascinating uh, take uh, from him uh, that even if it in a worst case scenario, he doesn't miss any time is what he said. So you've got to take the Hall of Famer at his word and you've got to know that regardless of what it is, he's going to play through it. I mean, you know, he's throwing the ball at such a high level. He really doesn't need to kind of run around per se, but even if he does, I mean, yes, yeah, certainly he does need to run around. I don't know what I'm talking about. He's an out-of-the-pocket guy, so he is going to need to run around. But, you know, break out the needles, you know, plunge a little uh, plunge a little painkiller into that little piggy and uh, get him out there, you know? I My only
0: hope is that on this medical issue, Aaron Rodgers is taking his advice from licensed medical professionals. So – With that, let's talk about feet. Josh Allen has a foot sprain. He's considered day-to-day. Kareem Hunt has an ankle injury. He's doubtful. Taylor Heineke has an MRI today on his knee, but he's considered probable. Keenan Allen, uh, he's out on COVID right now, wide receiver for the Chargers, but he's considered probable for Thursday, so unless there's some sort of setback. I guess taking a step back, Taylor Heineke, quarterback for the Washington football team. Kareem Hunt, running back for the Browns. Josh Allen quarterback for the buffalo bills of course aaron Rodgers, quarterback for the packers and then daniel jones quarterback for the uh dumpster fire new york giants he's been out a couple weeks with a neck issue he's questionable slash doubtful as he continues to get more second opinions Uh, mike glennon uh started last week and uh, would start this next week versus the dallas cowboys so mad Any any other questions or injuries or news updates I missed on the rundown before we get into our NFL Week 15 pick five?
1: You've said it all, man. You said it all. Definitely, uh, you know, definitely appreciate the injury update and rundown. I think uh, you checked off all of the items I had on my list, and uh, I am ready to get going. That
0: and was make some like, money. that was like a quarter second too early so sorry about that but all right so this is nfl week 15 college football regular season is over bowl games are starting but why i bring that up is because it's another holiday miracle it's another christmas gift we have saturday football games so not only do we have thursday night football we've got a couple games on saturday you've still got the sunday slate and you've still got monday night football mad money mike That's four out of seven days that we have NFL football. I don't have like the (laughs) most
1: wonderful time of the year. That's the soundbite
0: we're looking for right there. It does not get any better. Yes. All right, and we're going to start it off with Thursday night football. The Chiefs nine and four on a six game win streak. Holy crap! Did they beat the shorts off of the Raiders? Headed into Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. 8-5 8-5 on a two-game win streak. Mad Money Mike, the Chargers at quote-unquote home because Los Angeles Chargers don't really have much of a home crowd. Um, they're four-point underdogs, so they're getting four points at home. Thursday night football short week, Chiefs on the road. Over-under is 51. Mad Money Mike, now, we don't have to go gun to the head because you know we're messing with the show architecture, so we've got a little bit more time. But with that being said, the Chiefs, they look great. The they, the Chargers don't have a home field advantage. Why should we not be pouring everything into this newfound, newly reenergized Chiefs offense and defense?
1: Well, that's the, the key here is the defense. The you know we we, we talked about this uh, you know some time ago the, the return of Chris Jones and, and what he meant uh, you know for the Chiefs defense and and the way that he galvanized them. My concern is like with anything else in NFL you've got to make sure you're peaking at the right time it's only going to take it's only going to be so long before a teams uh you know figure out on film you know what you're doing and, and are able to game plan around the scheming that's been so effective i mean how you know in this day and age with with increased talent and parity across the league how often do we see Insane streaks last forever. They don't. They come in waves. You usually get them in like thirds of the season. And and those teams that are so effective in the postseason are usually peaking just a little bit later. You know, the, the Chiefs have been on this streak, like you said, over the last six games. That's kind of more of a, a middle third peak and not necessarily an end of season peak. That's my concern. Now, the great thing is that they've got an accompanying offense that has found their groove so they're really getting it on both sides of the ball i think that is going to help them you know kind of continue uh you know into a a situation that is uh counter to what i just kind of outlined and with the chargers you know not playing great um you know yeah they beat
0: the giants last week i mean how much credit are we going to give these guys
1: yeah, exactly. But they do have some talent. They have played well, and, and they actually kind of were in a dip. And you you kind mm-hmm. of, with the talent they have, you expect them to come out of that dip. Um, anyways, so with all of that being said, you know, th- the, the momentum that I see from both of these teams going into this game, because it is a gun-to-the-head situation, and I certainly am not going to uh, potentially die... On a flyer, you got to give me the Chiefs minus four. Let's go.
0: That's what I'm talking about. I'm with you, Mad Money Mike. Give me the Chiefs.
1: Love it. Hey, After our first pick five of the week, I want to jump in with a quick update on the uh, Rams-Arizona game that is live. The Rams are pulling away 27-13. Kyler Murray's throwing interceptions. Their defense looks like... Garbage. They're they're fighting on the sidelines. The the Cardinals are falling apart at the seams, man. The nate the, the the NFL's sweetheart team is coming unraveled before our eyes. Uh still plenty of time. 836 left in the third quarter. Kyler Murray is uh, certainly capable of a comeback, but whoof the momentum. I can smell it from here. The Rams looking to pull off the win.
0: Whoa, I'm gonna have to roll the tape, but Mad Money Mike, I think we gave out the Cardinals on the live line on the last pod. And also I think we're gonna have to write start penning. I'm gonna get out my quill pen a uh an apology letter to Dad to the bone, cause if I remember, he's gonna end up winning Yahoo Pick'em.
1: Oh yeah. It's gonna you're you're definitely gonna have to uh you're definitely gonna have to give him a, a a shout out uh for sure on that one. I mean, you know, Arizona could still hang on to win, but uh but it is not looking good. And uh, you know, at least this is good for Big Bet Brent because I was absolutely smoking you in our uh, weekly bets uh, on the side, uh, but you did uh, take the Rams. That'll get you to three and two uh, in your bets against me this week. Otherwise, I was going to take a commanding four to one run on, uh, on your wallet here, man. So, uh, you know, congrats to you on that one.
0: What if I told you I had a side bet on how long it was going to take for you to bring up your this past <laughs> week's results on the pod? And uh, the overhit, Mad Money, Mike. The over under was set at a solid thirty-five seconds, but it took all of episode one and most, and you know, a minute into episode two. That's almost an hour.
1: Did Crushed Car Crazy? It. I need to know. Did Car Crazy Chris fade me, or did he take the Packers eleven and a half?
0: oh it wasn't car crazy chris is another loyal listener but oh, okay. right, uh, he was right, with right. you he was with you and he wanted to know is my bed dead or not I was like sorry <laughs> your bed is dead but they came back and won we didn't yeah. talk about something that football hey, but never money
1: mike all right let's all right so all right that was a quick in-game interjection back to your weekly pick five
0: okay next up this is a Saturday game. God bless America. The 9-4 and four New England Patriots, 7-game win streak, also coming off a bye, headed into Indianapolis to take on the 7-6 and six Indianapolis Colts on a 1-game win streak, also coming off their bye. The Colts are favored by 2.5. Over-under is at 45.5. Mad Money Mike, Bill Belichick, 7-game win streak, getting 2.5 points. How, how, how am I the sucker here by taking the Patriots?
1: Well, this goes back to the age-old wisdom about Vegas doesn't keep the lights on by being a bunch of dummies. Like, mm. people people are going to be all over the Patriots on this one. You know, the Colts are playing at a high level. And, you know, you're still talking about a rookie quarterback. You know, he's not he's not invincible. You know, he's, he's a rookie quarterback, and they can only do so much. They're going up against a team that's very hot right now in the Colts. And obviously the Colts are going to be at home. The Colts have a very solid fan base. They're going to be absolutely rocking that stadium. And I think the pressure, especially with it being uh, the night game, you know, the spotlight game uh, on Saturday and it being a Saturday game, you know, a lot of eyes, a lot of pressure on the rookie quarterback. I like a good performance, but I think think the Colts and that running game and the way their defense is playing – proved to be a little bit too much. Gun to my head. Give me the Colts, baby. Wow. i tell you,
0: when I checked this line earlier today, Colts were favored by two. So now they're favored by two and a half. That tells me that either sharp money or a lot of money is coming in on the Colts Mad Money Mike. So depending which of those it is, is either uh, favorable for you or favorable for me. So now I'm here to ask you, you want to go 50 to the tracker? 50 to the tracker. You it, but... Cha-ching. Hey,
1: uh... Give me a cha-ching. There <laughs> you All
0: right. Our first bet of the week on tape, going to the tracker. Mad Money Mike, you talk a big game about how much money you took from me, but I'm not here to confirm or deny what bets we
1: made off the air. Oh. I mean? So, I mean, All right. All right. I see how it goes. I see how it goes. No, no. Take it up with support. Take it up with support. <laughs> All
0: right. Let's head to the Sunday slate. We've got uh, – a game. I'm not sure if I'm going to call it an exciting game, but it's a game that gives us another opportunity to bash on the Steelers. These are the Tennessee Titans, 9-4, and one-game win streak, headed into Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers, 6-6-1. Six, six God, I just hate having to say 6-6-1. Six, six and one. It's so bad, um, especially when it's to the Lions. The Steelers Lions. on a one-game losing streak. Steelers at home getting two points. So they're two-point underdogs, plus two, over-under. Is a just a, a mind boggling 41.5. I mean, this is borderline Army Navy college football game. This is such a low total. Mad Money Mike, Titans, you know, clearly without Derrick Henry, they've just had a, uh, a re- revolving door of running backs trying to get the job done. Julio Jones is back. AJ Brown, I believe, is still out. The Steelers still have Big Ben and they still have all those problems that we just talked about on the last pod. Yes, they're at home, but that. Uh, I don't know. I could go either way on this with Madman Mike. Why don't you? Why don't I just talk, toss it up to you? You know, open-ended question. Who do you like and why?
1: I man, I tell you what. In the gun to the head segment, man, like someone's about to be dead because this is gonna be this is gonna be a close game. This is gonna be someone's a about the, to be dead. This is gonna be a battle of the turds, man. Like uh, just I've got uh, one for that too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got a dial back. I got a dial back.
1: Yeah, the Titans are, you know, the Titans are the Titans are a ball team. You know, the Titans are a ball team and and I think Julio Jones being back, I think actually really is what has got this game tipped in this favor. He he is a playmaker. He does change the dynamic. Um you know, you know, it's 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 really tough to bet for the Steelers. There's no other way to say it. We're, this is the gun to the head segment. We are not trying to put our life on the line here, man. We we are doing anything. That's we what this can. is. We are doing anything we can <laughs> to stay alive. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot put my life in the hands of Big Ben and the Steelers. I just can't do it. Now, the question is like, what about all that momentum from the second half of the Vikings game carrying over? I don't know, man. I just don't they see it. They're
0: still lost and they still have just like terrible issues in the locker room we talked about chase claypool we yeah. talked about the other defensive celebrations i'm sure mike tomlin has like 50 percent more gray hairs than he did last week so oh, yeah. yeah yeah i think they got problems and i'm with you if we're Sounds, doing under the head we yeah. cannot put our lives in the hands of the pittsburgh steelers so yeah, I think we, we got a go ditto, to
1: moment. ditto moment ditto moment
0: all right, let's head to a to a another very exciting NFL Week 15 matchup. And this is the 10 and 3 Green Bay Packers on a two-game win streak headed into Baltimore to face the 8 and 5 Ravens who are on a two-game slide. And remember, we talked about at the top of the episode, Lamar Jackson with that ankle sprain is questionable. So, right now, 5 points clearly clearly they are saying that Lamar is not going to be 100%. So, Mad Money Mike, Ravens five-point underdogs at home in Baltimore. Over-under is 43.5. I tell you, when I see that over-under of 43.5, the Packers could put that up by themselves. The first thing I'm doing is I'm slamming the over, so I'm curious if you're with me on that. And secondly, you know, we talked a little bit also about Aaron Rodgers with his toe injury, but we have yet to see that impact his play. We've talked about their horrendous offensive line injuries, but that hasn't affected their play. How big do they have to make this line before you don't take the Packers?
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of – it's this is a tough one, man. I mean, they really know what they're doing over at the line-making office, you know? I'm so mad. Like, I'm so mad. There's no freebies. S- someone has really done their homework, you know? Someone has got a hell of a skill set, man. Like, this is <laughs> – like, what do you do here? Like, oh, God. It's just <laughs> – I mean, like, what's gonna happen? So if I'm, I'm about to make a pick, and then we're gonna look at all the picks, and we're gonna say, "Wow, Mad Money, Mike, you took all the favorites." Like, like you you didn't you haven't taken a single like dog yet. You took all the favorites, but this is a gun to the head segment. I am trying not to die here, Big Bet Brent. I cannot put my life in the hands of the Ravens on a slide playing bad. I have gotta go with the reigning MVP. Give me the pack.
0: I love that take, Mad Money, Mike. And when you when you simplify it so concisely, I'm going to give you some props because what you just said was gun to the head. Who am I going to take? Reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers, or either a gimpy Lamar Jackson who has looked bad as of late, or a backup in Tyler Humphrey? I think that's his name. I may have even mixed that up. I'm I potentially may have to edit this. No, it is Tyler Huntley. It's Tyler Huntley. Either way, you'd be a fool not to take Aaron Rodgers. So I think that's exactly the right pick. Five points is not enough. Packers are fine playing in Baltimore outdoor in the wintertime. That's uh, that's their jam. So let's let's roll with the Packers, and let's move on to Sunday night football. Now, take off your socks, Mad Money Mike, because the Buccaneers are at home taking on the Saints. They are 11-point favorites.
1: Oh, Saints
0: 6-7. and seven. One-game win streak. Camara is back, but they're still dealing with a big old question mark at quarterback. Um, Buccaneers, 10-3. and Four-game win streak. Look great. Like I said, Buccaneers at home, 11-point favorites. Over-under is 46.5. Mad Money Mike.
1: I mean. Oh, boy.
0: 11 is a lot bigger than 5, I'll tell you that.
1: Ooh boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. You want to start? I, I am. Oh, boy. Someone's going to die this week, dude. (laughs) Oh, man. I just do not. I I don't. Like, how do they do it? That's what I want to know. Like, how do they do it? How do they really how do they set the lines that like really just gut punch you every time? Like, I know that Sean Payton is going to have it dialed up for, you know, old Tom Brady. And I know the Saints players are going to have it dialed up. They're going to empty their tanks. They're coming after the champ. Everyone wants to come after the champ. Everyone digs deep when they have an opportunity to come after the champ. That's what, what that's what we saw with the Bills. It, it's what we see. It's, it's it's Chiefs, just the, yep. It's just the nature of the business. Like you mm-hmm. dig deep, you empty the tank when you have a chance to knock off the champs. You got Camara back. You know, you've got Sean Payton as a as a 12th man, you know, who adds uh and and I just just Cannot say after that performance against the Bills that the Bucks are just going to waltz around with an 11-point win. And because it's the NFL and because it's gone to the head, it's just too many points. I'm taking the Saints, baby. Oh, win the Saints. Oh, win the Saints. All right, plus 11. Let's go.
0: I got to say, Mad Money Mike, I talked a little bit in the last pod when we recapped that Week 14 game The Buccaneers had four penalties for 24 yards, and they had zero turnovers. Now, the Buccaneers, I don't think they've ever had another game with zero turnovers. So I think that worked out a little bit in their favor. So I'm with you from that standpoint where I think 11 is a little bit too many. The Saints are an opportunistic defense. We talked a little bit about Kamara being back. That really opens up and elevates their offense i think it really helps out either trevor simeon or Taysom hill with that check down option that they didn't have before so i'm right there with you let's keep it rolling with the saints 11 points double digits i mean that's uh that's that's tantamount to a slap in the face the whole city of new orleans on behalf of me me on behalf of the whole city of new orleans we are upset and we are going to potentially mate this might be upset alert just straight up i wonder what the money line is on this one
1: uh, you got I, have got, huge. I've I mean got i that. hit a
0: plus six i hit a plus 887 parlay so why not just do it in one game
1: all right what do, what's your, your guess them. what's your guess
0: i'm gonna guess uh, bucks money lines gotta be like minus 700
1: 525 for the bucks plus 385 for the saints what website is that, is that ols the swindlers uh, the swindlers are i'm telling you right now they're man, swindling Dude, That's they are hardcore, so dirty. Point. They are so dirty. I've got certain information, man. Like I may go to the media. Okay, I may go to the media with some deceitful gaming practices, dude. The Oregon Lottery swindlers are a bunch of dirty dogs, man. So yes, that is correct. Uh, Saints plus three eighty five. We will have to uh, maybe tweet out the uh, craft drinks uh, information uh, on that. But, uh, but so what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing and what I'm curious about, it sounds like Big Bet Brent is interested in a little sprinkle Saints money line.
0: If uh, it's got to be at least, it's got to be plus five hundred. I'm not taking Saints at anything worse than plus five hundred. Yeah. Um. Man, my Mike, if you're going to go to the media, can I suggest you go to the leading sports betting podcast, sports and sports betting podcast, uh, it's a lock podcast. Could you use that media outlet, please?
1: I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy in the organization. So yeah, we can make that happen.
0: You know, I don't think they'd let you on. You know, it's only reputable sources here, so.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> I guess I'm out.
0: <laughs> All right. Mad Money Mike, we scratched this game. We had this game on the agenda. We scratched it. Is it coming back in? I think it's coming back in. Hey-o. It is Monday Night Football. It's the okay. holiday season. Gotta Let's touch make on Monday it night. a pick 6. The full six-pack, we found that extra beer. It slipped between the couch cushions. (laughs) It's the Vikings heading into Chicago. This isn't your stellar Monday night football matchup, but it is a division game with a Vikings team that is still on the outside looking in for a playoff spot, that seventh spot. Mad Money Mike, you took them last pod. I forgot what the odds were, but it was plus money. So um, you're hopeful that the Vikings can get this done. Like I said, the Bears with uh, Justin Fields, and uh, this past week, for I have to bring this up, we didn't talk about the the Bears Packers. Uh, football game Monday night uh, Sunday night football game last night but at halftime Matt Nagy it was an exciting game at halftime it was like a three-point game like 21 20 no one thought the Bears were going to put up this many points and uh the Matt Nagy interview was like I'm having so much fun and then in the second half the Bears only put up three points and the Packers blow end up blowing them out winning by 15 so um at least you know Matt Nagy and the Bears are having fun
1: um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can assure you i can assure you that that fun is over <laughs> oh man that was embarrassing as soon as he said that i promise you as soon as he said that i i, I think i even said it out loud let me have to bring my wife in to verify this one but i said out loud well it's over for the bears like that was it like you're having so much fun like, you're in like you're in a war right now man like you're in a war. Like you're 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 in as deep in the trenches as it goes. You're going up against the MVP. You're trying to win games. And you're not here having fun. What is this pee wee football? Oh. Nice <laughs> <to know you>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the Bears
0: at yeah. home. You
1: know, the Bears. Yeah. uh. I no, mean, they're, they're the, the... yeah, they're yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you take this one. Let me let me take let me let you take the lead on this one, man, because I'm interested to hear. Your pick. I, I, I think we're about to have a ditto moment, but but let me hear where you're at. Well,
0: if we're doing gun to the head. Look, all right. So, Bears are three and a half point underdogs at home. It was a Soldier Field, right? I, I had forgot the name. Yeah. It, it's Soldier yeah. Field. Yeah. you know the the historic, the, the the classic Chicago Bears that December football. Vikings are a dome team. Vikings ah, on the road, ah, getting ah. are having to give three and a half. Mad money, Mike. over Overrunners forty four. Give me the Bears. Give me the Bears. You never know which Vikings team is going to show up. And when you're outdoor in December, Kirk Cousins, you know, I don't have faith in him. Now, Dalvin Cook looks really good. So hopefully Matt Nagy can at least game plan for that. But I think three and a half is too many. I want the points here, Mad Money Mike. This one might go to the tracker. I feel like you're pro Vikings after hearing how you want them to take that last uh,
1: NFC playoff spot. Well, I do have, um, I have four words, uh, that, that I'm, that I'll respond with. Take it to the tracker. Wait, is that five words? Yeah, We're going to have to edit that. (laughs) That's really sucks, man. All right. Take it to (laughs) the tracker. Uh, 50 bones. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's a gun to the head segment. I just think, I really think the bears emptied the tank. Uh, against Green Bay, I think that roller coaster of emotions of like thinking like, oh, like that Aaron Rodgers like said that he owns us, but we own him. And like we're having so much fun and then like getting completely spanked in the second half and then having the Vikings roll in. Like, listen, Kirk Cousins, he does, you know, he's that classic sinusoidal wave. He goes up, he goes down. But man, when he's up, he's up. The guy has got a lot of fire. He has got weapons. He's got Dalvin Cook back. He's got, you know, Jefferson, you know, catching anything you throw at him. It's a gun to the head segment, man. The talent over there is too great. You're talking about Matt, Maggie, and the Bears. Give me the Vikes, three and a half. Give me the tracker, 50 bones. Hey-oh!
0: Sinusaurus? What kind of dinosaur is that? And how does that relate to Kirk Cousins? I
1: don't, You're going to have to edit that. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <about>. <laughs> uh, all right.
0: I tell you what. That is going to close <laughs> out our NFL Week 15 pick six. It's not a pick five, it's a pick six. And it's going to take us into our locks of the week. I'll tell you what,
1: mm-hmm. I'll bet you the next three
0: people I ask, two of them will say that it looks like sugar, All right? Ryan. How much? hundred dollars? Two hundred dollars. Stops.
1: thousand. Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No, right? right?
0: Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so Locks of the Week, our signature segment. Um, if nothing else, then for its namesake. Um, I am on a one-game losing streak. I am 6-7 and seven for the season, and I'm pissed off because two weeks ago, the Ravens played the Steelers. The Ravens, instead of tying the game and going to overtime where they could have scored a touchdown to win and cover, instead they went for two and ended up losing by one and ruining my previously two-game, should have been a three-game win streak. Anyway, I'm 6-7, and seven, and guys, do I have a lock for you. The Cowboys are headed into New York to face the Dumpster Fire Giants. Daniel Jones is out, and the backup, Mike Glennon, is in. And the Giants have nothing to play for. Meanwhile, we talked about it on the last pod, the Dallas Cowboys have a resurgent invigorated defense and the only thing holding them back is their passing game their run game on offense looks great Tony Pollard I have to check if he's back or not but needless to say they've got Zeke regardless I do believe in Dak Prescott to write the ship write his own ship um so with that being said cowboys on the road ten points that's that's nothing they're they're gonna have that covered within the first half gimme the Cowboys minus 10 in New York lock of the week mad money mike what you got
1: ah i love it man i love it i love it i love it i'll probably you know get ready cue up the cry baby uh soundbite because i'm sure next week i'm gonna go i'm gonna launch into a i was gonna take the cowboys but you beat me to it you picked them first we couldn't double pick it you can double you can double pick that's fine all right, listen, let me just tell you, I'm not gonna double pick.
0: Don't jinx me. Yeah. No, you can't double pick. I don't want you jinxing me. No, no, no. No double not, picks while I'm you're on gonna. this. Eight game slide. You're two and eleven for the season.
1: Yeah, it's it's become a thing, but I want to remind our loyal <laughs> listeners of my overall record and that including uh two and eleven. Pa- Your overall record's two and eleven. On this one pick, on this one thing, this lock, lock of the week. Of week. What is one pick though, man? Come on. Like I make so many picks. I just pick winners. I just throw winners around like candy. Aren't you going to cash in on the Not Buccaneers here. to win the NFC South? Remember that? Who got you all that cash, huh? Who's your boy? Who's cashing in on Zach Wilson under passing yards? I've been cashing checks since before the season even started. And don't you forget it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about you give us a winner right now then, Mad
0: Money Mike? How about All you right. put your money where your mouth is and start digging yourself out of this eight-game losing streak hole? And let us not forget that at the beginning of the season, you stunk so bad before we started keeping records that you had to go 10-7 and seven just to get even from last season. You're already 2-11, and 11, so you've got some work to do. Why don't you stop huffing and puffing and give us a pick? Give us a All winner right. for
1: once. All right. Drum roll, please. <laughs> The colts baby the colts get oh, it done no. at home
0: minus oh, no. two
1: at home rookie it's quarterback. two and a half
0: it's two and a half
1: everywhere because i'm looking at two on espn but all right you know what fine fine i'm gonna take two and a half i'm gonna take two and a half if, we're you, were so, if you were so inclined to buy a point and take them at one and a half just so that you can like drink more beer, not like feel like in such a a tizzy about your pick, you know, so be it. But I'm taking them at two and a half because they're going to cover regardless. The Colts are probably going to win this game by in the neighborhood of six. This is is a big uh, statement win for the Colts. It's a big momentum uh, shift going in to the postseason. You know, Patriots are still fine. They're gonna put up a great effort. They're gonna have highlights. You know, rookie quarterback had a seven game win streak. Everything's great. Comes to an end against the Colt. Mad Money Mike's lock of the week. Colts two and a half. Take it to the bank, baby.
0: Hey yo. Mad Money Mike, I'm gonna give you the option. I'm looking here on capturings. Colts minus one and a half is minus one twenty-five. This that seems solid. reasonable to me. Is that That's what you solid. want?
1: No, I'm taking them two and a half.
0: That's the right answer, mad money Mike. Oh yeah, this is Good a this
1: is this is a lock. You don't need to mess around with this one. This is a lock, so cash it in.
0: Oh my. All right, Cheeto's anti-bet. She is 5 and 8 on the season, also on a one game slide. She's going against my lock of the week directly. She's taking the Giants at home getting 10 points. I told her this is not just a first quarter bet. This is a full game bet. And uh yeah, she she stood fast, so um yeah, we'll be looking for her apology letter. I'll see it in the mail next to yours next week. And uh, <laughs> I guess we'll just continue to trudge along with our signature wow. segment, Locks of the Week. i tell you what. Let's head to our closeout segment, which most of our loyal listeners are listening for, Diaper Dad Diaries. Mad Money Mike, you want to start us off?
1: Do you have a good one? I'm, 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 I am struggling this week. My Diaper Dad Diary this week is going to be more of a theme than it is like one particular story, uh. So yeah, let me lead it off. Basically, where we're at, man, is like we are deep in the throes of. Uh, the the theme is like these things that like we're, we we put ourselves as rookie parents into pickle after pickle after pickle with like uh giving her something to play with, and then like quickly realizing like oh no that's that was problematic and then like we can't keep doing that over and over again but like now she wants it so bad and uh so so that's like there this has happened like so many different ways but like just for example uh like her like lotion because obviously it's like winter very dry the heaters are like going constantly it's like very dry we got like lotion her up like she wants the lotion Like, because, you know, we get out the lotion. We, like, take the little lid off. We, like, put the lotion on. We, like, rub it in. And it's, like, you know, it's like a thing. Well, it's like, oh, well, obviously, let me, like, hook, you know, hook a sister up. Let me get some of that (laughs) lotion. (laughs) Well, like, dude, she's so, like, you can't. She knows if the lid's on. You can't just give her the lotion and, like, screw the lid on. She's like, are you effing kidding me? She's like, I just saw you take the lid off and get all this, like, cool stuff out of it. Like, I want to get the stuff out. So, she is going ballistic like she has to have the lotion like if she doesn't have the lotion it is game over for the world like she needs the lotion and uh and it's like what do we do like you know we like we can't hide the lotion and then it's the uh the vitamin d drops you know obviously you're here you like hardly ever see any sunshine in the pacific northwest winter time you know we give her these little vitamin d drops well for whatever reason we just like thought it would be cute one time to like uh, do the droppers like you know directly into her mouth like instead of putting it on a spoon and like so we like dropped it into her mouth and it was like a thing and then that just it's just like that little that little spark now it's a thing it was something cute well it's like well hook you know hook me up with the vitamin d drops so it's like she wants the vitamin d drops so bad and she wants the lid open and she wants them like drop and so that's another thing and uh i accidentally like pushed her around in the laundry basket one time i like put her in that middle... <laughs> everything's like an accidental now man because i like i put her in the uh i you know i put her in the laundry basket and like go carted her around in the laundry basket and now it's fun like, it, it was fun but like can i do it like six thousand times a day man like <laughs> what am i like dwayne the rock johnson do like I don't have like thighs of steel, man. It's like dude, like the push growing. like I'm all, I'm on fire. Like I have other things I have to do. I have to like work. I have like a life. Like I have like things have going on. Man, I can't just go kart around and give her the damn lotion all day.
0: <laughs> Is that her? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh wow. man so yeah so it is uh we're we're deep in it man we're, we're deep in it we got all kinds of teeth coming through the and the, the one thing i wasn't say, like in terms of the diaper dad diary we got molars in it's so crazy I, I might have mentioned this last time maybe stop me if i did but like we got molars in we got all kinds of teeth coming in like a full mouth of teeth she's an absolute terror dude she's just like wild you know banshee woman she needs the lotion she needs the drop she needs it all she can't have it your teeth hurt dude we are struggling in the winter blues in the pacific northwest man there's no other way to say it
0: how's the that, granny is the granny helping didn't she move out
1: she's not in yet she's not in yet uh, oh that was like yeah. a
0: premature celebration yeah yeah yeah. you, exactly. you celebrated just like it's gonna happen
1: yeah we're close we're close she actually five oh. days we're five days out so um, now, obviously, as soon as she gets in, she has to like move in and she has stuff to do, so she's not going to be like immediately babysitting in five days, but we're very close to poor Granny having the wake-up call of her life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's tough, Mad Money Mike. I can, uh, I can definitely relate to, to what you're saying. Just today, I was out with Kramer, and he wanted to play some game where like he has the volleyball, but I'm holding him. And he just throws it to the ground and I have to bend over and pick it up while holding him and give it back to him. And if, and if I set him down for him to get the volleyball, he starts screaming. If we do it any other way, except for like max effort from daddy, it's trouble. And so it's like, son, I cannot do this. Like I'm going like my back will break. So, yeah, I can relate. But uh, yeah, so Diver, Dad, dyer over here. You know, we didn't have a pod last week because we went to Mexico. We flew to uh, to Puerto Vallarta, nice. which stayed at the Hard Rock, you know, all-inclusive hotel and resort, which sounds like a really relaxing time. But when you've got a baby, you've got, you know, trying to juggle also playing with a volleyball, you know, essentially a whole week's worth of volleyball leagues and tournaments. And also you're dealing with international travel. It was, uh, I'm ready for our next vacation, but uh, it was a great time um however on the flight out there united really effed us so you know we get it's early morning flight on a friday and you know you got to get the baby up you got to pack it you already packed but you have to like double pack all the morning stuff that you need that you needed the night before and the baby stuff is perishable so you, you finally get everybody in the car then you drive over to the airport and you got to get all the bags through security and you also got to bring the car seat because mm. when you land in Mexico, who knows if you're gonna be able to get a car seat to the hotel. So mm. anyway, so I park, I, I like illegally park at the departure gate. Now I, I look around for cops. Like, hey, I don't see anybody. I see the bag, dude. All right, we're gonna do the outside bag drop. No international travel, you got to go inside. I just like m- mentioned to him like, yo, I'm gonna leave my car here for like ten minutes. Like, if you see somebody trying to tow me or like give me a ticket. I mean, I'm right in here. Like I'm not leaving. We get in there. Chittum flies internationally all the time. You got an infant. You got international travel. The little kiosk ain't going to cut it. It's not going to spit out all the boarding passes and all the stupid little bag check things that you need. And she knows this. And so there's a line. It's like four in the morning. I still have to go park. Somebody took a little longer in a shower in the morning than Ooh. we had estimated for. I'm not saying who I'm not naming names. I'm just saying we were not per schedule. Per the schedule that we had set out, we're already a little bit late. So anyway, we're in there. The United lady behind the counter is like, "Oh, excuse me, you know, finally, like, oh, excuse me, you need to check in the kiosk." No, no, it says that you know we've done this before. We need to talk to you. She's like, "Whoa, no, we can't do it without a kiosk." Okay, fine. So we go over to the kiosk. We're punching it in for like the fifth time, and she goes walks to help somebody else, Mm. and so it like times us out while we're like yelling at her, "Hey, we're ready for you now." So finally. We get it all sorted out. We finally get to the counter. A giant "I told you so." We're just like shooting daggers through our eyes at her. Meanwhile, I've got a baby. We got like eight hundred bags. My car's outside, potentially getting towed. It's been like forty mm. minutes. So mm. by this time, now we finally get all our stuff, and it's like I was—I had plans to go park the car at like a neighbor's house that lived nearby the airport and like jog over to the rental car shuttle, so I didn't have to pay the parking fee. But for some reason, it's six a.m. in the morning at the uh, New Orleans airport. The line of security is long. I don't know why, why the hell there are so many people flying at 6 a.m. on a Friday morning in the middle of like not a holiday. So I have to audible and park in just the long term, not even the extended term. But it's not short term. Anyway, turns out it's $160 for parking mm-hmm. for that week. So that was, uh, that was a story. I do want to say it was a great time in Puerto Vallarta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy Field avp volleyball pro great guy he taught kramer how to give dap you know like knuckle 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 dapping and also he taught Kramer some volleyball so hopefully kramer's gonna be a future volleyball star so a good ending
1: all's well that ends well my man but i will i'm gonna have to give you the the mad money mike medal of honor because uh if i had gone through that like i wouldn't be here today you know like that's (laughs) That's go live under a bridge material. That's give up material for me, dude. Like I'm so sensitive to that kind of stuff that it's just like, that would have just broken me down, man. So kudos on getting it done and completing the trip, man. That is so brutal. I have
0: to say when like I was in the airport and like for the fifth time, the United lady walked away and like we timed out. I was just thinking like, all right, well, Mad Money Mike missed the flight. So (laughs) as long as we don't miss the flight, like we'll be okay. Yeah. We need, we're going to need to decompress this episode. Mad Money Mike, season two, episodes seventeen and eighteen. We broke it up into two parts. I'm really optimistic for how this comes out. Dear loyal listeners, shoot us an email. Let us know what you think of these recent podcast changes. Also, of course, emails on anything related to NFL or any sports betting angles or other sports news or notes that you want us to talk about. Definitely interested to hear it. It's a lock podcast at gmail.com. Of course, check us out on Twitter at It's a Lock Podcast. No apostrophes in any of that. Mad Money Mike. How do you want to close out this episode? Uh,
1: Just by saying that big bet, Brent, it is a pleasure as always to spend this time with you, my man. And you really covered it all. I mean, you said it all. And there's really just nothing else left to say other than, you know, can't wait to do it again next week, man. And, And appreciate all of our loyal listeners. And man, we've got some great football coming down the stretch. I can't wait to stack some cheddar in these closing weeks. And do it all again next week, my man.
0: Love it. Man, my Mike, we are casting this on Monday night. Can we get one last update on the Rams Cardinals Monday night football game? Last time we got an update, the Rams were up. It was tied 13-13, but then the Rams all of a sudden took a two touchdown lead. Kyle Murray is apparently you know being a little loosey-goosey with the football. Where are we at now?
1: In these closing minutes of the pod. We are also in these closing minutes of the game. Four and a half minutes left. The Rams are going to seal the deal up 30 Whoa. to 20. They're up by 10, and they are just running the ball with uh, reckless abandon at will against this porous Cardinals busted morale defense. They they know they're going home with an L, and they've just got nothing left in the tank. So a few more uh, first downs here, and uh, the Rams are going to pull it off barring any miracles that is where we're at man just tough uh tough loss for mad money mike to close out the week but uh what are you going to do man it's the nature of the biz you know I still still was up on the week you know the, we'll call it 3 and 2 so
0: dad to the bone is going to take away the weekly winner in yahoo pickem
1: yep yep like i said barring any miracles i mean anything's possible we saw 3 Onside kick recoveries this week, and they were all at like critical junctures. The Bears one didn't pan out, but uh but crazy onside kicks. Uh to see three. I mean, uh listen, you're not gonna you're not gonna sneak one past old Mad Money Mike. They definitely had a back office meeting and were like, hey, like make sure that your special teams guy doesn't even look at the ball coming after him and let him <laughs> goink off his helmet. Okay. All right, go.
0: I'm not sure the Browns had to get a memo sent to them. They are just <laughs> generally incompetent. So with that, we're going to close out season two episodes 17 and 18. Mad money, Mike, huge dinner to everything you said. Great seeing you. Can't wait to see you next week. Can't wait to see you in Vegas in a couple of weeks. We may hey, have to dude. talk about that more in a future podcast, but that's going to do it for it's a lock podcast on the underdog podcast network. It's a lock. Peace. That'll do it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. On behalf of Mad Money Mike, this is Big Bet Brent saying so long and see you next week.